Welcome to Episode 10 of Unmasking the Abuser, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Dina McMillan. I'm a social psychologist and domestic violence expert. I'm also the author of the book, But He Says He Loves Me, available from Amazon. The insights in this podcast series are from my prevention program, also called Unmasking the Abuser. In all of my previous episodes, I've asked you to contact me if you have questions or comments. I can be reached at unmaskingpodcast at gmail.com. That's unmaskingpodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. After the last episode, I received a note regarding the tactics in this series. The woman who wrote said she valued the information and the fact the list of tactics isn't as long as she feared. Then she admitted she'd still appreciate some help remembering them all. And she's right. Knowing how important it is to spot these ploys can make it challenging to recall the information under pressure, even though the list has only 25 tactics altogether. It can be a bit like taking a test, one of those big, important tests that tell you which college or university you can apply for and have some hope of getting accepted. This is a test that can determine what happens in the rest of your life. No pressure. So I've changed things around a little. I originally intended to talk in this episode about how to recognize when someone else is being lured into a relationship by an abuser. That's still going to be included, but at the end of this episode. First, though, I'm going to give you some help in making it easier to recognize abusers' moves and maneuvers if they're being used on you. This episode is a bit like a cheat sheet. I'm going to give you a whole set of things called mnemonic cues, which really means memory triggers. Between us, let's call them unmasking rhymes. They're short statements designed to make it easier for you to remember the main points of each of the abuser's tactics. You can repeat them in your head when you see or hear them demonstrated in your real life. But you don't have to rely on what I've done here. Have fun and create some for yourself. If you're listening to these podcasts with other people, or you've built a support group like we discussed in previous episodes, you can brainstorm and come up with some unmasking rhymes of your own. The only requirement is that they trigger your recall of some of the main characteristics associated with each of the abuser's maneuvers. Let's go quickly through the relatively short list of tactics used by abusers. Remember, the one thing they have in common is they combine together to create a highly toxic brew. If you drink it, if you're exposed and you don't resist and you don't get away, they'll destroy your self-esteem, exploit your trust, ruin your relationships with other people, provoke extreme levels of dependence on the abuser, and quickly imprison you in a suffocating, dangerous relationship. Keep in mind that sometimes there's overlap between the tactics. At other times, one tactic will be used at the start, during the grooming phase, and a more severe version will be used only after the relationship is established. 
First up is something to help you remember overall. It's a short saying and sorry, it doesn't rhyme. I want you to remember too much too soon. It's the simplest way to describe the strategy abusers use to entice new partners into a relationship. It's an expression I use with the media when they ask me on air to give them a single tip that can help teen girls and women stay safe. Too much too soon means too many compliments, too many gifts, too many promises, too much contact, too much talk about the future all from someone who's basically still a stranger. It's focusing on happily ever after too soon after you start seeing each other romantically. That intensity and hyperspeed don't really give you time to think and consider what you're getting into. They're used to get you swept up. If it works, by the time you realize what type of relationship he's really offering, he's going to make it extremely challenging for you to break free. A second quick concept, which also doesn't rhyme because it's only one word, is transforming. When you hear this in your mind, you should associate this term with those toys or those films about seemingly harmless gadgets that can change into something lethal. In this case, though, I'm not talking about what you may expect about the abuser, about him removing his mask. I'm actually talking about what the abuser demands of his target. From the start, he'll make suggestions, give unasked for opinions, and do whatever he can to alter the target into his version of the ideal partner. He won't just include her weight and how she dresses, although these are often a big part of it. He'll also suggest coax, and persuade her to change her opinions, her views, and even her long-held beliefs so they're identical to his. By the way, in the last part of this episode, when we discuss manipulation being used on someone else, transforming is one of the boldest red flags. If you took a picture of someone you knew before she got involved with an abuser and then took another photo even a short time after the relationship became serious, often the two pictures may not be recognizable as the same person. When this happens, she's been successfully transformed by her abusive partner. Now let's get to the unmasking rhymes. I'm no poet, so I'm going to apologize beforehand. If you have any ideas, don't hesitate to contact me with them. Also contact me if you want a copy of this list along with a brief description of each of the tactics we've discussed. I'm happy to email both lists if you contact me at unmaskingpodcast at gmail.com. Let's start. Now, if you're somewhere you can close your eyes, please do so. See if these little rhymes actually spark your memory regarding the fundamentals of each abusive tactic. We'll start with testing. Testing. His every word's a new request. It's not a date. This is a test. He's changed the time and locale twice. He's testing you. You'll still be nice? His probing questions make you blush. 
Will you tell him all, or will you hush? Are you getting what I'm doing here? By making the points into a rhyme, they'll go into the memory part of your brain. That's also the part that processes emotion, so it's good they'll be close together. Now training. Training. He's training you like a circus act. If he uses skill, you won't react. Submit, and he says you're his queen. Question, deny him, and he'll turn mean. It's the simple carrot and the stick. He wants to train you. That's the trick. Domination. Regardless of the lines he gave, does he want a wife? Nah, he wants a slave. He'll take control right from the start. Resist and watch him if you're smart. Say no to something, then try to gauge. Does he get mad or hide his rage? Love bombing. He'll watch you close and listen hard. He'll smile so you'll remove your guard. His words and compliments will cram your head. You'll feel like the best thing since sliced bread. If he buys you gifts, he'll make them fit. Accept them and he won't let you quit. Hurt bombing. You told him things you never shared. Now he's using them to make you scared. His skill in knowing what to say means his cruelty can blow you away. He'll use those things he's learned from you to burn your heart like barbecue. Again, these don't have to be good. They just have to be memorable. Sometimes making them bad or funny could get you to remember them more easily. Do whatever works with you. Now we're going to fairy tale lure. He's quickly saying, girlfriend, wife, so you'll let danger in your life. He's acting like your future's certain. Watch out, he's Oz behind the curtain. He fills your head with dream come true. Please don't get played. He's conning you. Future shock. Stay with me or you'll die alone. He wants your instincts overthrown. Future shock means he's frightening you. Without him, your dreams won't come true. You'll live alone with 20 cats. Your dates will be in laundromats. Criticism and contempt. From the start, he points out all your flaws. Soon you'll deflate a worthless cause. He'll smirk at all that you hold dear. Now you feel dumb and insincere. Always with something bad to say, he'll shake your esteem and destroy your day. Marathoning. Talk so long and stay up too late and fake feelings of closeness will activate. He'll talk about everything into the night, so you'll think he cares and that he's your knight. Marathon just means a really long race, like the way the abuser will keep up the pace. Les Mis number one, misdirection. Praise and gifts can turn your head and turn your face away from your fear and dread. He'll focus your mind onto something sweet while removing the foundation from under your feet. His words and deeds make you jump for joy. While you're distracted, your life's destroyed. 
The second Miz, Misattribution. He has all his good labels ready to stick over actions that sicken you like arsenic. He'll try to convince you his faults are good features by changing their names like some mythical creatures. If it's scary and hateful and you pretend that it's not, does that make it hurt less or be more easily forgot? You and me against the world. From the start, he's declaring, we're joined at the hip. Means you're glued to his side and you don't dare unzip. Everything changes from I now to we. He's telling you this love was all meant to be. He claims it's romantic you can't go out alone or spend time with your friends or even talk on the phone. He moves in so hard that you don't get to think. Now your focus is all him and he's mad if you blink. Feeding the weeds. He'll claim that you're right when you know that you're wrong. Him building your flaws isn't making you strong. He wants you to fight with the people you love and then do things at work against the people above. It may take you years to realize what he's done. His support left you stranded with no job and no one. Isolation. He wants you to be there alone and afraid. Every dream that he offered completely betrayed. Abusers demand to be second to none. Your family and close friends, he wants you to shun. Alone and despondent, your sadness a feature. Your life is now empty, a pitiful creature. Rage, anger, and vindictiveness. His rage and anger are always real close, inflicted on those that he claims he loves most. He tries to convince you his anger is passion. Sure, like the French Revolution was just about fashion. You cross him one time and he sure gets you back. His taste for revenge will never go slack. He holds a grudge tightly and pays back with pain, no matter how much time has gone down the drain. Broken promises. He'll give you his word with his hand on the book, then smashes it to hurt you with no backward look. Will he or won't he keep his promise this time? He breaks them so often, it should be a crime. The promises broken haunt your mind and your heart. Each trust violation pierces you like a dart. Last up, push-pull, intermittent reward. He pulls you up closely, then pushes you back. The bond that this weaves, though, is real tough to crack. The way the brain works is a mystery to me. It can glue us to devils as quick as can be. He makes you feel strongly for good or for ill. And the love he inspires, it's real tough to kill. Now, do you remember the other tactics, the ones who are slightly less common that I call honorable mentions? They're still important and worth putting some effort into remembering. First up is gaslighting. Gaslighting. His false pretense is called gaslighting. I swear it wasn't me. He'll promise you in writing. He works hard to convince you. You remember it wrong. 
He's been such a good partner to you all along. He blatantly lies, his crimes hidden through stealth. Then he says it didn't happen. It's your mental health. Then there's allies. Do you remember this one? He works on his charm towards your family and friends in the hopes they'll take his side when his kindness ends. Much effort is made to get your family on side so they'll doubt what you're saying when truth and lies collide. He puts in real effort to only show them his mask. Exposing his falseness becomes a much harder task. Then there's flying monkeys. He's whispering his lies behind your back. That's a flying monkey sneak attack. His rumors fly out and do all the work, making him seem like a great guy and you just a jerk. Your friends and fam suddenly start acting funny? He's lying about you. I'd bet some real money. By the way, this flying monkey's tactic can be averted by having a good support group who learn the tactics I'm sharing in this Unmasking the Abuser program. If a potential abuser tries using the flying monkeys, your friends and family will tell you instead of believing him or spreading it as gossip. Next up is Darvo. Darvo. Deny, attack, reverse victim and offender. A cunning maneuver to make you surrender. So you'll take the blame for what he's done to you. That's the goal of this tactic and not being true. He'll make a big drama of all his misdeeds. Then he'll claim they're all your fault. You don't meet his needs. Scapegoating. A scapegoat is someone to take all the blame. It's not really their fault. They're just being framed. His boss was just biased and his ex is a shrew. You're a couple now. Next, he's blaming you. He lays all his crimes right there at your door. He wouldn't have done it if you loved him more. That's it. Those are the tactics. I hope you'll feel free to come up with your own. Perhaps look for songs that remind you of each tactic. If you do that, don't be surprised if they start playing in your head if you're out with someone and he displays any of these maneuvers. And I think it's worth repeating. I'm telling you this because I want you to be aware, not paranoid. If you go out with someone and you really seem to have a lot in common, I don't want you to start off just by hating me. But don't ignore what you know. What do you know? You know that claiming you have tastes, politics, causes in common is very easy to fake. If you're like many people, you may wear t-shirts or bracelets or have patches on your jacket or your backpack declaring your favorite causes. He can look at those and declare, oh, me too. You also know it's not smart to jump in emotionally before you have time to see who he is in real life, whether his claims have any depth. Even moving beyond causes, it only takes practice and a lack of guilt to get good at pretending to share someone's views and tastes. You'll know if he's genuine and the two of you are a good fit if he won't mind you being careful. If he's a good guy, he won't expect you to jump in head first 
without checking the depth of the water. You also know now that abusers will try to rush you to make plans, promises, decisions, and commitments right away without giving you time to think. They do this because their nice guy persona is only an act and they want to stop pretending. Please don't start building romantic dreams in your head when a relationship is brand new. If you do this, you'll turn off your critical thinking. You'll ignore your instincts. You'll pretend you never learned this information. You'll hang up your cape and go into a situation without your new superpower. Don't cheat yourself. You're listening to the Unmasking the Abuser podcast series with Dr. Dina McMillan. Now, before we go, let's briefly look at a few ways to tell if someone you know is being targeted by an abuser. Let's turn your special knowledge onto someone else and see that color that indicates trouble ahead. We already mentioned transforming, the fact the abuser will want his new partner to comply with all of his opinions, tastes, and demands regarding her weight, the way she dresses, how she wears her hair and makeup, her style of speech. He'll also mandate that she share his views down to the smallest detail. How will you know? The person you know will suddenly dress differently and carry herself very differently. She'll go from having her own views on things to beginning all of her sentences with, well, Bob says this, or Bob thinks that. She'll carry the flag for these new views, even if they're the exact opposite of the opinions she's held or causes she supported for years. Another sign, the person you know will begin seeing someone and all of a sudden her life is all about him. He goes from not in her life to all over her life in one fell swoop, and she either disappears, even from get-togethers or events she's always attended, or she starts bringing the new guy along to everything. I've heard stories about the new guy, who turned out to be an abuser, coming along to baby showers and girls' night out where everyone else is a long-standing female friend or family member. The person you know may attend this with stars in her eyes and rave about how much in love they are. She won't admit until after the breakup that he told her to bring him along or she had to stay home. Be on the lookout for tactics we discussed that involve other people. The building allies tactic where the abuser will try to quickly befriend you and everyone else in their new partner's life, or the flying monkeys, where her guy whispers concerns about her behavior or her mental state behind her back. Also watch for behaviors that are designed to humiliate or embarrass the person you know, done to keep her from accepting invitations or even receiving any. This can include inappropriate disclosures or jokes by the new partner, excessive drunkenness or aggression, flirting with other women. Does he criticize her harshly or speak to her disrespectfully in front of other people? Does he mock her beliefs or speak in a derogatory manner about her talents, her looks, her background? 
Big warning signs. If she brings the new guy along to a get-together, notice if she looks to her partner before giving her views on anything. See if she looks really uncomfortable if you invite her somewhere by herself. Even if she accepts, keep track of whether or not she actually shows up or if she shows up with him along even though he wasn't invited. Is she someone who used to chat with everyone but now only talks to other women? The rabid jealousy of abusers can be hard to spot, especially if he's trying to charm her friends or family, but his sense of ownership is hard to disguise. One of the quickest early signs that should put you on alert is if the person you know begins seeing someone and immediately gives him a special ringtone and a special text tone. Also watch if she seems anxious to answer his calls or texts immediately. The immediate answer doesn't necessarily mean he's an abuser. He could have alerted her to something that's an emergency, but just keep your eyes open. If you voice concerns to the person you know about her new partner, the speed at which they're getting serious, the changes you've noticed in her dress and behavior, how does she respond? Does she get angry and defensive right away? Does she argue with, but Harry says, and give you a lame explanation for what's happening? Does she start to avoid you afterwards? Listen to see if he projects his faults onto other people. I've met hundreds of women who told me their partner, who turned out to be abusive, immediately started calling her parents and her family and her friends controlling and cruel, and that these guys claimed that the reason the family and friends were telling her to be careful is that they just didn't want the two of them to be together. They were jealous of their happiness. These men successfully turned their partner's focus back into her own family and friends so these women wouldn't see it was their abusive partner who was doing all of the things that he was projecting onto these women's family and friends. I have to admit, these men had the third accusation correct. These women had family and friends who didn't want them to be with these guys because they could see serious warning signs and knew what kind of lives these guys were really offering. Is the person you know suddenly tired all the time? If the relationship is new, the abuser will probably be marathoning her and talking and texting until early morning. If the relationship is a bit more established, she'll be tired because the abuser will wake her up whenever he's awake. The rage and anxiety suffered by abusers makes them prone to insomnia, but because they also believe they own their partner, their partner is their property, their partner has no duty other than to serve their abusive man. So these guys will have no hesitation about waking up their partner whenever they feel like it, whenever they're awake. And by the way, if you work in healthcare, asking about a patient's sleep patterns and whether their partner wakes them up a lot is a subtle way to spot potential abuse. I want you all to turn on your superpower if someone who was career-oriented or who really cared about her education 
all of a sudden decides to give it up or to do something less challenging. It's even more worrying if she tells you she's taking this step because her new partner wants to take care of her. Some of the earliest and strongest warning signs can sometimes be hidden from outsiders by astute abusers, but many are there if you look. Now that you know what to look for, you can investigate further if something doesn't smell right. You're powerful now, so you won't be tempted to tell yourself everything will just work out. You know that's not necessarily true. And now you don't flinch from the truth. Well, there you have it. Ways to remember the tactics as well as methods for spotting the signs in someone else's relationship. Next episode, we're going to discuss something based on another request made from a listener. She wanted some suggestions for what to do to keep yourself and your children safe if you notice the tactics and fully recognize your relationship is abusive. This is very important, so I hope you'll join me. It's also going to be a good time to review a few of the things we discussed about abusers' psychology. Until then, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for episodes, contact me at unmaskingpodcast at gmail.com. That's unmaskingpodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. I'm Dr. Dina McMillan. Mm-hmm.